1: these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the
2: leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
3: Hmm? Ah. Huh. Aloha,
4: everybody. I'm Rima.
1: I'm Jason. And I'm Paik.
4: And this is Strange Indeed, a podcast dedicated to the show Lock and Key.
2: Today we're covering the premiere episode of season three called The Snow Globe, which seems like a solid title for this episode.
1: (laughs) Very, very fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Very
4: solid. Very fitting. We know exactly what it's all about.
1: Not too far out in left field no mystery there yeah no, yeah definitely no mystery what mean like, I, that i,
4: I, I wonder hmm, <laughs> i going to think about this one for a little bit this is did it feel i mean i was really excited this this kind of snuck up on me a little bit i mean i feel mm-hmm. like we knew the premiere date but it was like oh wow it's it's here already i feel like we just covered season two yeah well yeah it, we were like,
3: well,
2: yeah, it came <laughs> faster this time they yeah. didn't have as much time in between but um i don't know i'm I feel different now. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that this isn't, I wasn't about to answer your question. Yeah, I guess so. It did kind of sneak up. I'm glad it's here. There was enough time in between that I missed it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not like, Oh, this again already. I, I, I'm glad it's back. Like I love this show. Um, but I'm also kind of feeling like, uh, I, I found out in between that, even though they said that, Oh yeah, we're ending with season three because we feel like this is the w- spot to wrap the story that, Somebody showed me an article from a few months back where they were like, no, we got many seasons in mind. So I, I think Netflix did what they do to a lot of shows and canceled it early, which I hate because mm-hmm. it doesn't give them mm-hmm. time to wrap it up properly. And that is just souring my whole experience of this now. I'm judging it. I'm like, how can it end in yeah. a satisfactory way? I got to let that go and just try to appreciate it. But I, I, at the same time, I, I watching this episode... I'm happy to be back in the world of this episode with these characters and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that where I'm glad to be back. I love these characters, love this story, love this world, but then, yeah, the whole Netflixing it up, uh, really kind of does sour things where I'm like, I'm worried and it's only eight episodes and I'm Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a little worried to see where they I, I mean I saw like a little video no spoilers but it was just like the cast and stuff kind of saying you know the last season's out go watch it thanks it's been a fun ride and um, one of them said something about like oh the finale is going to blow your mind and I'm like I hope not in like a cliffhanger bad way because uh, uh, <laughs> this is it and I, I really you know,
4: hope
2: <laughs> blow your mind like that was the fucking ending <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was a bummer
4: to learn that. So I hope that they were able, and I know we're not there yet, you know, just this this being the premiere, but I hope that when we get to the finale that it's, you know, um, ends on, um, at least in a satisfying way, in an appropriate way, anyway.
2: Yeah, I want to feel some resolution to the story. It's also kind of weird because if you read, you know, the comic has several volumes, but it feels like one big story. And, um, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the comic that hasn't happened on the show. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But, um, even so the Dodge storyline in the comic goes from the beginning to the end. And when the Dodge story is over, the whole story is over. And now with the show, they've ended that last season. So now it feels like, oh, it's a jumping off point for, for new Stories, but then it's just one more season, so it feels yeah. like is this going to feel like a tacked-on thing at the end? You know, yeah. I mean, I I'm, wonder- more, I'm just I shouldn't be worried <laughs> about it, but for some reason I am.
1: Yeah, I uh, a couple, I won't I won't really mention them, just you know, for people who haven't read comics again. I don't want to spoil too much stuff. I liked breaking stuff down last season with the comics and stuff, but but there were a few little things in this episode that were clear nods to comic book storylines and comic book things that I was like but you can't really do that story without Dodger. I guess you could, but how, and you don't have enough time to build that way. I was like, so yeah, it was like weird little things. I was like, are they going to throw them in as like some kind of, you know, uh, fan service for the comic fans. It was like, here's some interpretation of that thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I bet you they will. I, 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 in fact, uh, there's one thing that I heard that makes me think of something in the comic that we haven't gotten to see yet. So I think they are going to do some of that, but I don't want to spoil it either.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, Rima?
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you guys. Um, I don't know. And I, I, I said I was going to finish the comics too, and I still really haven't done that. So I feel kind of bad about that. Like I'm not... <laughs>
2: you Let's should it's be. a good story it's one of my I, favorite comics of all time I
4: know I well I think that um, when we talked about the last time I said I was going to do it after it was over I think
2: oh okay
4: um, yeah so because I, I think they were kind of I think the way Pake was because I know Pake had finished it and he was kind of talking about how some of it was kind of out of order a little bit um, so mm. I was like I think I'll probably just wait mm-hmm. so, but I really need to I guess. I guess now I can watch So anyway, yeah, well, I'm excited. Um, I I was excited to have it back, and I'm glad that we're all back talking about it, and uh, I'm glad we're getting this episode out kind of early. So, well, I'm ready to talk about it. How about you guys? Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's see. Jason, do you want to go first this week? Sure. Your first point.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the things I love to talk about the most with this show is the is the magic keys, so I'll start with that. and nice. we got got a couple of new ones, the snow globe key. I was trying to figure out how it worked, and I was a little confused at first because uh, you stick the key in the snow globe, and the snow globe inside didn't really look to me like... A perfect miniaturization of key house like the dollhouse did when you look inside the dollhouse
3: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. uh, it looks like a regular snow globe where it's a little toy but um i think the idea is that it is because when Bodhi looks up he sees his mom this big, giant head yeah. <laughs> outside. <laughs> so, But then again, it's water in there, so why isn't he underwater? But yeah, uh, you right. just kind of have to overlook that. So I think the idea is when you put the key in and turn it, then Key House kind of sinks up with the with the Key House inside the globe, and then outside is in the globe. And so if you go outside, you can play in the snow and stuff. But then when you turn the key and take it out, uh, Key House goes back to just being out in the real world and the, if you're still outside of Key House in the Snow Globe, then all the doors close, like as what happened to Bodhi, and you're stuck in there, which, and these two uh, sisters were also stuck in there too. So I think that's pretty much how it works. If you're in Key House, it's going to feel the same no matter what, but just outside it's going to look different when you turn that key. But if you're outside wh- while the key's active, then you're like in the Snow Globe. And then if you, if somebody turns the key while you're out there, you're stuck.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I wonder why anybody would make that. It's really interesting. I hope we kind of find out what well, spurred that yeah. on.
1: It's just if you if you feel like making snowmen in July, then you got an option. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I just I have this need to go make a snow angel. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'd have a
3: Hawaii after... globe.
4: Yeah. No kidding. I don't. I definitely if I. Well, I guess if you have the anywhere 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 key, key, then you wouldn't really need this. But I wonder if it was because these two, and I don't know, obviously, and I don't know if it's in the comic um, or not, but just from this episode, I wonder if because these two demon sisters are in there, like, was it created as like a prison? Like, this is... Like a temporary, like, well, we can't oh, kill yeah. you or we to don't have to do it. So this traps you and, and keeps you prison and keep, right. keep, or prisoner and keeps because, you out of the way.
2: Yeah, we don't know how long they've been in there. Yeah. It seems like not very long if they just figured out to use this big log to knock the thing over, but who knows?
4: Yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like they've tried maybe all kinds of different ways to try and get out mm-hmm. and... They just now came around to that.
2: <laughs> yeah, were they in there during seasons one and two? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Also, what would happen if you use the snow globe somewhere else? I'm guessing nothing since it has a model of key house. So maybe it's tied to key house and you have to be inside key house for it to work. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And then there's the animal key, which I also saw referred to as the bestiary key. Not the bestiality key, bestiary. That's a different one. That's That's that's, that's that's a
3: whole different (laughs) thing.
2: (laughs) So you use it by opening. Was it like a little doggy door, kind of? It It looked like it was low down, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you go through and you become an animal and Bodhi's a sparrow and Kinsey's a cat. And I read that it's said to unleash one's inner animal. So and I think Bodhi also said he didn't choose to be a sparrow. So I don't think you have a choice. You you it's like your spirit animal. You turn into to that. Right. Which is kind of in, really interesting. I, I love that. And I, it makes you, of course, wonder It'd what animal you
1: would be. <laughs> inner animal was a fish. Or yeah. a mosquito. I know, <laughs> right?
4: Whopping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if you're no, no. How I'm are you How you get back through there?
4: <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> or a whale? <laughs> I feel like I would be a uh. sloth. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, what about you guys?
4: Right for me. Uh, <laughs> tiger. Tiger. That's probably speaking way highly of myself, but. <laughs> No, that's cool. I mean, I
2: actually think wolf, because sometimes I feel like a lone wolf, and other times I feel like a pack animal, so I've always felt like the wolf is my spirit animal.
1: Maybe a koala. I mean, like, their whole life cycle just eat, sleep, right?
3: Play video games.
4: I mean, does it have to be, I guess it would have to be like a real life animal, right? It can be like a fictional, made up, I guess it would have to be a real life, so I guess if it's real life, it'd be a tiger.
2: If it could <laughs> be a fantasy, be so cool.
4: it'd be dragon.
2: Yeah, I want us yeah. to, like <laughs> the wolf, the tiger, and the koala to have an adventure. That'd be super fun.
4: Yeah. I think that there's a there's a story there. Yeah.
2: Um and then the only I mean, there's the keys that we know that were brought into it, but just talking about new keys, there was one of the two sisters says there's a key that can bring a simple drawing to wicked life. That's new, right?
4: Yeah, I don't remember we seeing never that.
2: Saw that, yeah. Or hearing. That sounds pretty cool. I would be, Oh yeah, that'd be really interesting. I'd draw Spider-Man and then have him help
4: us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said wicked life. So that doesn't sound like it. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, um, so it would be, yeah. Like, yeah, not in a good way. (laughs) Like an evil Spider-Man.
2: So that's all I had about the keys.
1: That's good point. Pake. All right. Um, character driven stuff but i'm gonna go uh my again now, now that jason's back i'm like man what do i do is it number three is it the first point what are we doing i don't know <laughs> just <laughs> we're, we're all over the place it's just totally roll fine. with it so uh, yeah. uh first thing i just i want to talk about tyler uh mm. is i mean we don't see him until really the last 15 minutes 10 15 minutes of the episode uh yeah. um,
2: and I was missing him too. Yeah. I think that maybe mm-hmm. that was the point of holding I think it off, was the
4: point. Know. I think we were supposed yeah. to feel like, you know, oh, Kinsey and Bodie too. Like, yeah. oh, Tyler's not here. Like, you're supposed to feel his, his, uh, or the emptiness without yeah. him there. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we see he's taking the whole time on his own thing like really seriously. He's barely communicating at all with his family. I mean, he's not even planning on coming to Duncan's wedding. I uh, know. Which all of that seems a little out of character for him at first i was thinking but i really started thinking a little deeper and okay what's the the psyche what is going on with tyler right now we know he left as he's starting to get to the age where he's going to be forgetting magic and when kenzie and bodie are talking about it in this episode about like oh but you know you know Bodie's like i just want to talk to Tyler. He's like well, he wouldn't understand anyway
3: mm-hmm.
1: so they're assuming that he's hit this point where he doesn't know magic anyway and we're not clear on that but if the whole forgetting magic thing has happened to him that a lot of the strongest bonds that he has had with his family are kind of meaningless and cloudy all of it. Cause I mean, this family was kind of not super close after Rendell's death. And there's a lot of, of broken connections and that really a lot of what they've been through. That's bonded them is these last couple of years right here in Matheson and key house and with Dodge. Yep. And so if he's forgotten those things, then those bonds are just gone. And so he doesn't, Feel connected, or at least maybe there's this longing and connection that's in there, but he doesn't. There's no context for it. He doesn't know why. So yeah, it's all very cloudy if it's like and confusing and probably yeah, it just if it's hurts like Duncan, where like he Duncan was happens. super yeah.
2: confused about things, all and cloudy about it.
4: Well, I think part of that was also because they used the memory key on him so much. That's true. Yeah, but it was probably a combo but, of that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get like with Jackie, she just she didn't seem confused, but she just was like, I don't know.
3: yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. so I go ahead sorry oh yeah i I didn't expect when we did finally see him to see what we saw uh that he's out doing manual labor at a construction job in montana uh didn't expect that one but you know he's found quite a, a cute girl that he's working with so i guess that's a plus um which the actress looked familiar, but I couldn't figure out who it was because IMDb does not have all the cast listed right now. And I'm too afraid to Google things because of oh, spoilers. I know. So, Be careful. <laughs> but but then yeah, I was trying to figure out you know what's yeah going on with him there. Yeah, uh, you know, again, he's very purposely distant and quiet about anything that has to do with home, even when she's asking him those questions. Mm-hmm. Uh Like I said, it's like he doesn't remember, and it's a weird gappy blur. Or it could be something else that we'll learn. But The the
2: way he's acting... I'm sure we'll get there. Because he left, I think, because it was all just getting to be too much for him. And he saw his girlfriend die, and other people die, Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron. And um, he just wanted to get away from it all. But now, if he doesn't remember it, then does he have that purpose still, you know? He still, I mean, clearly... He's does not he ready to go to, back. Right. He said, so it's too soon. He doesn't answer the text. So he's still feeling that he needs more time to himself, but mm-hmm. does he know why? <laughs> or why right. do you yeah. think, you know?
1: But it was kind of, especially on like second watch, kind of emotional for me to really see this confusing kind of whatever is going on in his head that he's kind of battling with himself. And again, cause I mean, Tyler is my favorite character on this show, and so I, I think hate he might seeing be mine him too. in this weird place, which is kind of weird. Because again, talking about the comics, I Tyler was never my favorite in the comics for really any reason. But mm-hmm. Connor Jessup just gives this character like a different kind of life that I really yeah. appreciate. He does a good job.
3: Yeah, he,
2: yeah. You know, I, I'm surprised at how invested I feel in these characters because this show it's good, but it's not as um, deep, maybe, or I don't know it doesn't it's not as thematically clever as some of my favorite shows it's not as dark as some of my favorite shows but the characters are just so uh innocent and lovable and you just want what's best for them they're young you know and they've been through so yeah. much and i really find myself like like with most shows that we cover, I can be pretty callous when something bad happens to somebody because I'm like, but it's good storytelling. But with this Mm -hmm. show, if something bad happens to one, I'm like, no, (laughs) you know, it really got me.
3: Tyler, I feel that
2: way about. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so when they're (laughs) like having a good time together, like in this episode, Kinsey and um, Nina are getting along. I'm not like, we need drama. I'm like, Oh good. They're getting along. That's so nice.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah, I think the last thing I was going to say with, with Tyler's story is this girl from work that is obviously very interested in him. But there's something that's keeping him from from going along with that and kind of pursuing it himself. Like, I mean, you can see there's probably some interest from him to her, but then it's like he's putting up a wall. Uh, and then the lyrics of the song that are playing when he's leaving the bar and Kinsey texts him the picture of, of her and Bodhi. Uh, I I just kind of noticed that the lyrics at that moment, he's looking at that picture, say we've forgotten who we are are the words that are are saying there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, honestly, and then they kind of clicked. I was like, I think that's a big part of it is like, kind of mentioned is he's, he's forgotten all these crucial puzzle pieces. You know, the Mm -hmm. pain of Jackie, all this trauma is probably just sitting there in his head with no context for what happened.
2: And I hope he's not a part through the whole season. I think he might be, but I hope not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice to like bring him back into the fold for one big hurrah. Yeah, yeah I,
2: I want to see them together. Um, the girl I she kind of annoyed me. Like, if a guy did what she did, if the genders were reversed, pretended to ask a girl out to a group thing at a bar, but then it was just him there and he's oh yeah, they all had to go somewhere. Kept asking her a lot of questions, even though she seems nervous and like she really wasn't wanting to talk. And then at the end of the night, asked her to come to his apartment. And then when she said no, he said, well, I'm going to keep asking. You'd be like, back the fuck off, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She's not into it. Jeez. Hmm.
4: Interesting.
2: I don't think that's how the writers wanted us to feel, but that's how I felt. I was just like, jeez. (laughs) <laughs> leave the poor guy alone <laughs>
4: well I think she just and Tyler is one of my points as well so I mean I'll just add to it but I mean i don't know girl knows what she wants what's wrong with that and and making it known like i'm interested and you know i will back off and leave you be but i'm gonna you know i'm interested so i'm gonna keep asking Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing wrong with asking as long as you respect their answer if they say no
2: so if a guy says you want to go hang out with me and some friends and you go and it's just him there you're okay with that
4: (laughs) Well, but she said, well, they were supposed to be here, but so-and-so was, you know, backed out or something happened. I mean, I'd kind of be like, well, I mean, I guess, unless they gave me a reason to not believe it.
2: And then you don't seem like you're that into it. And then he's like, want to come to my place? And you're like, no. (laughs) And then he's like, I'm going to keep asking. I I mean, it's
4: fine if you want to keep asking I'll either yeah. keep saying no or you know I just think if, it, I'm, if I'm into it I'll say yes
2: right it's like some guys can get away with that and our girls too but if you're not like an attractive girl but you're kind of a schlubby looking guy you're, so you just like, you're a sexual predator
4: if you just like if, if you ask and then they're like no and they're like oh well i'll never ask again yeah it's you know it's you know is that is that the way right way to go about
3: it you at least gotta, no no you gotta, gotta, gotta try.
2: try you gotta try but there's personal boundaries
1: yeah i, I guess so, a, a lot of consenting. stuff going on being like I, I should probably go home and go to bed is one thing being like i think if he got to plays like stop asking me, she would yeah. be like, okay, fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I totally. agree. You got, you, you, if you really don't. Yeah. I think you guys are right. Persistence is good. I've just seen cases in our own circle of friends yeah. and I don't want to say any names, but where somebody was a little too forward and people were like so offended by it. And I'm like, Oh, I bet if he was a cute girl, that would, would have been okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, uh... But I am, I was, wasn't sure we were going to see Tyler. They kept talking about him. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, it was a good point, or or they were, they were meaning for us to kind of feel that absence, very much like the rest of the family. And it, it was it was a lot. I was like, man, I, I like Tyler too. He's one of my favorites. And and it was very evident without him, him being around there to solve like, oh, we got these demon sisters and oh, they got a key and Bodie's missing. And what are we going to do, you know, for all of them to kind of figure it out? Um, so it was it was very evident. So I'm curious how he ended up in Montana. And I, I feel like, and I don't know, maybe because I've never been in that exact, kind of situation or such a similar situation where i felt the need to just completely cut off like that like why does he ignore his family like he can't even because even his mom because she's like has anyone heard from tyler and i'm like dude at least you know text your mom or call your mom every now and again and just you know even if you don't want to you know talk about why you're gone or what happened to to make you leave or feel the need to leave can you not just be like mom i'm okay don't worry about me and just check in every now and again. I mean, I don't know, as a mom myself, I would very much be very angry with my child if she didn't at least check in with me every now and again to let me know that I'm fine. I'm alive. And you know, I'm just not ready to come home or I'm not ready to talk about what happened or anything like that. Um, that I didn't feel great about. Um, Cause I'm like, just, I don't know, not very nice to completely 100% cut off your family to at mm-hmm. least just acknowledge them. Um, You know, I I get he's going through something. He went through the trauma and he lost Jackie. And, you know, I don't want to minimize that. He clearly felt very strongly about his need to leave and decided to forget magic once he turned 18. But and I know that they're trying to respect his decision. But I'm like, dude, that's your family. They're hurting. You know, they you're going to miss your uncle's wedding and not at least check in with your family uh, every now and again to say, you know, hi. Yeah, guys, I'm still here. I'm just not ready you know to talk about i'm not ready to come home or whatever i don't know i was kind of bummed out about that Mm -hmm. um that he decided to take Mm -hmm. it so far Uh,
2: yeah me too i mean i i i agree with you i also think it's it's good drama you know if he was just really communicative then it wouldn't be interesting (laughs) so it's good for the show but It's, it's i yeah you're like come on man
4: Mm-hmm. I know I keep like putting like real life or logic into this. And no, I guess, no, like, I I, should, I'm not saying no. That, I mean, but, um, but
2: people do do this stuff. Like, yeah, there's, totally. especially young people that can be, mm-hmm. uh, just think about themselves, you know, but everybody can do that sometimes. Yeah. Not realize absolutely. that their actions, yeah. how, how they impact other
1: people and stuff.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that girl, um, gosh, I totally didn't even, I can't even remember her name. I, I didn't write it down, but
1: I don't know if that ever uh, was stated.
4: Yeah, maybe not. Just hot chick or something is what she's known as. I don't know. But um, I I don't know. I get a little bit of a bad vibe for her or from her. I don't know that she's, um, you know, just so innocent. I feel like there's something about her. I don't. And I could be completely wrong. I feel like I'm always very skeptical of new characters. Like, oh, yep, they're bad. They're a demon,
3: uh, <laughs> you know, or
4: whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I get, I just find it very yeah. interesting because she is think very persistent. I questioned every
1: new character in this show ever. <laughs> Pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm.
4: I, exactly. Yep, I think I have. <laughs> uh, I know I have. And, and we all probably have it uh, one time or another. I just, I'm, I I am don't know. I think there's something up with her. I think there's, either she's going to be a villain, she's going to end up being someone bad or have some sort sort of ill intent, Um. I don't think that she's there just by some circumstance, you know, that, that she is there at the same place as Tyler. Uh,
2: What's he doing? I mean, is it like some kind of Habitat for Humanity thing, like a charity? Or they, is he just his job or what? They didn't and really she say. She doesn't seem yeah. like a construction worker type. And why is it just the two of them?
4: But, yeah, I don't know. I some, I just, I get a vibe from that girl. So, I don't know. We'll see. I could be completely wrong and I'm totally fine with that, but... Yeah, so I don't know, wish Tyler would at least just communicate with his family and just be like, yeah, I'm I'm still alive and I'm okay, but just, I'm not ready to really talk. Just kind of leave me be or something and I'll check in every now and again. It just seems like he's not doing that. So I can't, feel you know, I feel bad for his sister and for Bodie and especially now that like more stuff's starting to happen, you know, there at Key House, I'm sure it'd be great to have another resource, you know, there to help, so Anyway, that was my point just tagging on to yours there, Paige. Um, Jason, what's your next one? Let's
2: see, um, these sisters, it's kind of a long one, but um these they Dorothy and Ada Wheeler, Amy. they're clearly demons or demon possessed when they get mad, they go Rawr, and their face looks monstrous. Uh, Nina mentions that, you know, they said the key would burn them if they take it from a lock, and that they were super strong. Um,
1: yeah, I made a joke with that while watching. She's like, "Do you think they're demons?" They talked about how they get burned by if they took a key from a lock and they're unnaturally strong. I was like, oh, so they're Icelandic." Got it. Is
3: that a?
1: There's a lot of so strong I, men competition winners in um,
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but that was like true. kind of my weird yeah. connection. That was <laughs> Got it.
2: so they knock this snow globe off the mantle, and um, Nina notices it, and um, it's interesting. She's so intrigued by by oh then maybe this is magic because uh, uh, I guess it's all n- relatively new to her. And then Bodhi finds the key. It whispers to him. And then it's kind of funny that she's the one who's eager to use it. And he's like, wait, we should wait for Kinsey. Oh yeah, but she'll be gone for a long time. Like he's the one with the experience and it's all relatively new to her. But then again, I do feel like, It's all, you know, all these keys and magic is related to Rendell dying and a bunch of bad shit that happened recently. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it totally makes sense that she would be that eager to try it out. And of course, it turned out she almost killed her son. Um, And but then again, I guess Nina, like as Nina said to Ellie, the keys work on you unconsciously and they want to be used. It's a little bit like Lord of the Rings. Like,
4: Yeah, good or they call bad. call to
2: you. Yeah, good or bad. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. But um, So then, yeah, they go outside and it's all magical, snowy. But then I loved when the two uh, sisters just marched right up to her. It was creepy. And she's was. like, excuse me. And then they just come up and push her in. And that was scary. And then one of them punches her. And I thought they were pretty good the way they were dressed uniformly in their black uh robes and they kind of move their heads in weird ways and their their lipstick was applied in a way that made them look kind of goth so mm-hmm. I, I thought they were pretty good villains one of them said can yeah, you feel right. him now he'll be waiting for us so they're looking for gideon and they grab the key and leave for gideon and to find him and then Nina and Kinsey go out looking for them. I'm not sure how they knew where to go. I think I missed something there.
4: Well, and, and how did they know, him, like, he'll be waiting for us? Or And I'm like, well, I mean, I assume they, they met Gideon, but it's like, well, how did they know he was there? If they're stuck in a snow globe, how would they even know about Gideon? Do they just sense him? Can they, like, sense each other or something? Mm-hmm. I was confused but, about that.
2: Yeah, but I was saying, I, I don't understand what was there something I missed about Nina and Kinsey? They decided to go look for these sisters, right? They're driving around and ne- and Kinsey's like, we're going to the find yeah. them. Yeah. But how did they know where to go? Just drive know. around anyway. Um,
1: yeah. That was just kind of like a suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess the fire driving,
4: yeah. <laughs> seeing someone yeah. with cloaks or something. And they I happened to
2: go <laughs> to the right place too, uh, the <laughs> camp. But, um, I also thought Nina need to be a little more careful with that snow globe because she's like Bodhi's in there but then it was sort of sloshing around a little bit <laughs> during the drive over
1: I, I did have a little nitpick about that because we see when the sisters knock the snow globe off the mantle and like you see them falling and flying around yeah mm-hmm. and so and then it's like with Bodhi in there and the way that she's running and tilting it and putting it in her bag yeah like, why is it that kid sliding all I over know. the place yeah, in there? He's, yeah. he's
4: like <laughs> seasick in there or something
1: yeah <laughs> And
2: then they got lucky because Gideon told the sisters to go back to the house and get all the other keys. And then they used the mirror key on them, which I loved because I don't think we saw that at all last season. And I thought they should trap somebody in there. They got all these enemies and they did it here. And, and uh, it was cool sequence. And uh, if people don't remember, uh, Nina used that key in season one and then her, doppelganger was beckoning her and she went inside and got trapped and then they I think Tyler and Kenzie went in with ropes tied around them or something and got her out I forget but they saw skeletons in there so you know it was the idea that you could just be trapped in there until you die and now Ada and uh, what's her name Dorothy are, are trapped in there And I liked when Ada said, what'd you do with my sister? And Nina's like, you can have her back if you give us the snow globe key. And Ada's like, keep her, which is typical. (laughs) Demon don't care about anything. (laughs) And I also thought it was a good job using the keys in concert. Uh, Kinsey used the strength key to grab one of the sisters. And they also... They knew that we would be asking, why don't they just use the music box key? So they addressed that and said, Oh, you don't know our names. So they're trying to. Yeah, they
1: don't know our names, Dorothy. (laughs) You're right, Ada. Uh, They're
3: stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But uh,
2: I'm glad that they're trying to think like the audience, you know, and cover their bases with which keys people should use and stuff like that. And then the last on this is so they finally get the key to the uh, music box. I mean, the snow globe, open it up, go outside. There's Bodie sitting on the steps, just blue lips, practically frozen to death so much so that he doesn't even seem to notice that they're there. They grab him and pick him up. And I'm like, that poor kid, man, that has got to be traumatic. You almost freeze to death. And then um, he says, I don't ever want to play in the snow again. And Nina's just like, oh, just give it some time. And then mom, and then kids, he's like, mom, you were a badass. And she's like, I kind of was. And I'm like, dude, your kid's frozen because you were careless. <laughs> he's almost dead. And then also like two demon women just tried to kill you. They don't even see that phase. It's like, I thought things were back to normal. Oh, well, it, it just seemed like they don't get the gravity of what's happening to them sometimes. <laughs> yep. I guess it's supposed to be a fun show, but that sort of got to me. Yep. She didn't even apologize.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, he said we should wait for Kinsey to get home before he use these keys.
4: Key wants to be used.
1: Okay. Pink. All right. Well, uh, my next point actually was kind of... The, the same thing, talking about the sisters and the snow globe, which you covered most all of it, but I think I had just a little extra stuff I can attack uh, on. Um, one random little notice. So we wondered last season if Eden survived being thrown into the well. So I guess that's a no. Um, where Bum, yeah,
2: she was um, all mangled. Maybe that's the last time we'll yeah, see her. Thing, she just had a yeah, quick cameo.
1: That would... I would hope not, but also it very well could be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, one thing I really picked up on them, which was kind of interesting, again, I I want way more backstory on these two, but now that they're like trapped in the mirror dimension, I'm like, I don't know, do we get more of them? Do they get out of there? Uh, Because I want to know... More about them for sure. I'm curious if we we'll get a backstory of them. When you're saying, you know they were trapped in the snow globe, who trapped them there for what purpose? Were they supposed to be waiting or serving a certain demon? Like, there's a lot of things that I want to know about everything about what what's going on mm-hmm. with them. And because, we might not
2: even see them again. I would assume we right, will, but we might not. I
1: hope so. Yeah, specifically for them because I have all these questions. Yeah, because they they seem to be very very knowledgeable of the, all of the keys and the story of like the locks oh and the what locks. they're capable of and all mm-hmm. they know a lot
2: mm-hmm. more Gideon um, doesn't know anything they have to they, teach they, 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 they know him. about everything yeah
1: yeah uh, I think it was Dorothy um, you know when, when she's telling Gideon about all the different keys you mentioned it a little bit Jason where she says one that can bring a simple drawing to wicked life and I wonder if that one's going to come into play later because the Hope so. ending of the episode, we are seeing that Bodhi's been keeping a log of all of the keys oh, in the yeah. notebook by drawing all of them.
2: I mean, he was always drawing in that notebook, so I'm glad to see he's still doing it.
4: Well, and we know Kinsey's an artist, mm-hmm. you know, too. So it kind of yeah, plays, it true. could play yeah. kind of either way, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. We saw yeah. Bodhi. Yeah.
1: So I was like, you know, can you then copy keys if you Use the one drawing key and then you draw a different key. Can you just have that key <laughs> again? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. what, what are the because now right. there's drawings, pretty detailed drawings of all of the keys that Bodhi's been doing. So maybe even Gideon or the sisters, if they come back and get a hold of that and have access to any key they want through that notebook, I'd uh, be
2: drawing diamonds
1: mm.
2: and hundred dollar <laughs> bills,
1: but yeah. <laughs> I th- I think that's that's kind of the only extra stuff that I had about them was just more of a question of like they seem to know a lot. How do they know as, as yes. much as they do, and who are they? And and hopefully we get that backstory of what's going mm-hmm. on there.
4: I I like that. I'm I'm going to add a couple things um, to what Jason was talking about and to what you were talking about there, Pete, because those are my points too. Um, I was glad to see the mirror key come back into play because i think we talked about that before like well what the what is the purpose of that that seems like a terrible kind of thing right throwing you know this weird mirror dimension and there's skeletons and people have died what the hell is the point of that and that's what i wonder that's why i was thinking about the snow globe too because like is that what maybe the mirror key its purpose was was for some type of like prison some type of trap and we don't know what the skeletons were, right? Like were they demons? You know, did they trap someone else? Um, I don't know. But that I was like, oh well it's good to see that again. Is that what it's meant for? Because it did a pretty good job. They can't get out, right? So it was it was good to see that um again. And it was interesting to finally hear these two sisters actually establish Gideon as this master of demons. You know, we heard a little bit about him Uh, in season two with Eden, you know, she was like, oh, you know, wow, what are you doing here? You know, kind of making you think that, oh, this, this guy is like a kind of level up, you know, kind of someone important and these two sisters kind of establish uh, him, him as the same. So yeah, I have the same questions. Like who, who put them in the globe and how do they know so much, you know, who, how long have they been around um, they seem to know a lot. They know a lot of the different keys, what they do, um, and about not being able to take a key away from a lock. And, oh, wow, well, she must not be a born lock, you know, because they could take that one away from Nina. Um, I liked that. And, you know, and they are only trapped. You know, they're not dead. Um, they are just trapped. Will they be back? I wonder if, you know, Nina and the rest of the locks might need to go get either one or both of them back out in some way to help get more information about Gideon, maybe. I mean, I don't think that they would turn on him or anything. They seem pretty loyal to him, but I don't know. It it seems weird that they would introduce these two new characters, not out of the realm of possibilities, but, you know, to introduce two new characters in the first episode, and all of a sudden, oh, now they're just gone. I mean, (laughs) they were pretty good villains, I thought, Mm -hmm. so... Uh, I, I thought they were interesting and then all of a sudden for them to be gone. So I don't know. I think they'll be back and um, in, in maybe in that kind of way because they're not dead. So might see them pop up again. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's hard to know for sure with this show because mm-hmm. it can be a little sloppy with the storytelling sometimes.
4: <laughs> they kind of make up the rules as they go sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, in a yeah.
2: in a different show, I might think, oh, yeah, they wouldn't introduce these characters with a lot of questions around them without the idea that we would get some answers later. And I am pretty sure it's the same with the show, but you never know.
4: Well, I'm trying to be generous. Let's <laughs> um, go around. So, all right, Jason, what's your next, next point?
2: Rufus and Ellie. I'm glad they're back in Matheson. And I thought Rufus was great. And I hope he has a bigger part this season. And, I love that he's a great artist, like he was in the comic book. Right, Pake? He was an artist. Um wasn't he? Or I at least if he, he
1: drew a lot of I know he kind of lived he he liked to kind of go into his own yeah. imagination world Maybe where that's it was all comic booky and stuff. I don't know if he drew the comics himself, but he definitely the, was very comic book
2: first. The style <laughs> of his art was I think the sim- a similar style to the, comics. Like the he comic he was reading, yeah, in the yeah. book in the comic book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, glad to see him. Ellie, uh, she's she's kind of like she was when we met her in the first season, anxious and nervous, and. It makes sense for her to be like that because she spent some time in a demon dimension, you know. And, <laughs> I'd be and now <laughs> her son like yeah. wants her to move back to the area where that happened. And it's mm. like, oh, do we have to? I'd be like, uh, no, son. <laughs> I know you really mm. want to go there, but uh, mom spent time in a demon dimension. But anyways, um, it's hard for me not to be a little suspicious of her now. Oh, really? Because she was acting weird when we first met her and it turns out she wasn't everything she seemed and here, I don't know, maybe not, but it seems like maybe she's hiding something again. Um, Rufus is asking her about when she used the animal key and she, think she's wasn't al but she doesn't seem sure and and she doesn't want to talk about it maybe that's just because the keys bring up bad memories for her maybe she wants to but um yeah uh, that's probably it but i don't know i'm like uh, with her the same way you are with this woman that was relentlessly hitting on tyler i'm like i'm not so sure about you (laughs) so i'm glad to see her back I i thought it was interesting when she first saw um Nina the look on her face she looked like she thought Nina would hate her and Nina mm-hmm. was very understanding and maybe that's all it is I think she's feeling guilty because her bringing Dodge back is what caused all this so that could just be a you know
4: that's that's feeling that I got uh, and I mean I'm not when you say that I'm thinking oh I don't know yeah maybe you're right that's a different perspective I I didn't think of but that's kind of where I was thinking like she's I think it's probably a couple of different things I think all the the trauma that they went through when they were kids it sounds like they all went through a lot when they were uh in in high school Rendell and and the whole group of friends then everything that happened like from season one uh that she probably feels and then lucas like turned back
2: into lucas and then he just left
4: yeah it's like damn (laughs) and probably just (laughs) coming yeah and just coming back to matheson where all of these things took place and to be back there again uh is probably hard and traumatic and Uh, So she's probably just has a lot of feelings. Like, I feel guilty. I feel like if if I hadn't done what I did way back then, none of this would have happened. Um, And now I got to come back here and, you know, because my son wants to be here and live here. And it's just, you know, being back in this town where all of these things just makes it fresh for her. It's hard to move on, you know, when you're when you're when you're there. So um, but that's interesting. I that brings a new perspective. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe there's something a little different going on Then a little more sinister maybe
2: i'm glad someone asked her what it was like in the demon world because i wanted to know that and she said it was like time and space didn't even exist and i was just drifting it's kind of like trying to remember a bad dream where all that's left after is that feeling and it's a feeling i hope i never have again so it seems like it was just sitting in this really bad feeling and I'm not clear if it felt to her like no time passed or an eternity or something else. But whatever it was, it just seemed like it felt bad. That's really what we got from it. It wasn't like she said, oh, yeah, I found this pathway and there was a cave or anything like that. It felt more like almost like she was only partly conscious and just feeling bad the whole time, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. That sounds terrible. Uh
2: Yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: That's, that's a lot to deal with. And then also there's this, I guess just awkwardness and kind of embarrassment of the the fake story that she's having to live with uh she's returning yeah. to this town full of all these people and all that they know is this fake explanation about her being found elsewhere in like a walter white I was state. Just thinking <laughs> you know state. My, minus the nudity uh but you know They're like were well, you making math because i think this one show four days out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, that's got to be just kind of awkward, too, is that she knows everybody's looking at her in kind of a weird way or just, you know, like, what's wrong with her? You know, what, why, why, why mm-hmm. would this happen? And so she's kind of got to live with that. I mean, it's I guess it's better than explaining to people. Oh, well, you know, I, I released a demon that killed this lady's husband and set off a chain of events. And then I got thrown into the demon dimension that... As oh. one does. <laughs> so we're gonna call somebody for you, and you know it's. <laughs> yeah,
4: you don't want to get locked up for something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, so I, I don't know. I think she's been dealt a lot, which you know, the whole summoning a demon that killed a man. You know, the the wife of that man seemed to take it pretty well. Uh, you know, it's like, well, you did get cast into a demon dimension, so we're even, right? Uh, <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think she suffered enough. Ellie has, um, mm-hmm. and it was nice. I liked that Nina was warm to her, mm-hmm. and you know was like
2: understanding. You know, everything.
4: yeah, it's like not your fault. You know, you like like you were saying. You know, I think the keys kind of compel us. I think that maybe that also that line might play into the rest of the season too. I think it's important. That might be important for maybe some future events maybe i don't know but you know i think that it was nice of her to give her some grace you know like saying something like that like i think the keys probably want us or want to be used whether it's for good or bad and to give her she didn't seem like she was doing it
2: just to make her feel better she seemed like she was really genuinely no
4: no i i I don't think you know i don't think she was saying it to be fake i'm just saying it was nice of her to give her some grace you know and and be like you know it's not your fault and you know um and then just being kind to her in, in general. And then she was extended some kindness at the diner too. And I think she was kind of surprised by that. I think she, you know, was kind of expecting to have to answer a bunch of questions like, well, what happened to you? And where were you? And, you know, where people were just like, we're just happy to see you. You know, so good to have mm-hmm. you back. So I, I like that. I hope that that helps her maybe heal a little bit.
2: But she may be a demon, so she might be
4: she might have come out a demon i don't know (laughs) when she got back from uh from that dimension whatever it is i don't know okay is it my turn yep yep okay well i mean i don't know actually you don't know
1: Mm -mm. what was that that jason's (laughs) or that was jason's i think right Oh, was it? Okay, well then it's you. That was me. Um, Yeah, Ellie. uh. So, yeah, um, I'm going to talk about Nina a little bit. Uh, It's kind of the last major point, uh, which we've talked about around and about in a couple of things, which is kind of her arc and and this story here. Uh, It was strange, but kind of nice to have her in, you know, on uh, the whole magic and keys thing. Mm -hmm. Finally, because, I mean, that's been one of the biggest emotional beats the first two seasons is the wedge that it drove between her and her children and mm-hmm. you could see how much they wanted to let her because you could see how it was impacting her where she's like why are my children keeping me th- things from me or why do I feel so disconnected and now mm-hmm. that she knows what all that was it's it's a big burden lifted off of her but then it's kind of fun to see she's very into it
4: um, <laughs> she's all in on the magic yeah
1: yeah, you know, like I like that scene, you know, Bodhi's hearing the whispering iron there in the kitchen and at first she's like in mom mode and then when she realizes what he's doing and you see her light up like, Oh my god, are you da- Ooh, where is it? What are you mm-hmm. she's like all into it, like, Oh, is it in there? What Ooh, what are we gonna do? And then when he finds it, it's like, Well, we-, we should try it out. We're gonna wait on Kinsey. Oh, she's gonna be out late. Yeah, you know, she's just very <laughs> excited. She's like it. a little kid with it. Yeah. Where
3: Bodhi was like, acting uh, like an
2: adult. Do you know you you know dad got killed because of these keys. Yeah, but they're so right. much fun.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see Bodhi being a little bit more mature and hesitant about using something new that they hadn't done before, whereas she's more right. like,
1: "Oh, come on, come on, let's let's just try." Yeah. And we see the, you know, uh, consequence of that mm-hmm. is her kind of not thinking and or you know thinking very rash with what happens to Bodhi, you know, she has this moment where she's like, you know, she didn't think it through very well. She's like, ha, I trapped my son out in the cold and brought you back to the normal world. Take that. Oh crap. Wait a minute. That's not what I needed to do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or she's just not really thinking too much. And it is kind of weird that she, at the end, you know, she kind of brushes off like, Oh, I am a badass." I was like, you almost killed your yeah, mom. You might want to take your <laughs> son to the hospital.
4: <laughs> Bodhi's like glaring over while he's trying to warm up, and you're like, "Yeah, shut up."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although I will give her credit, you know, we've talked about the mirror thing a lot, but that is really badass. I it was, yeah, that, yeah it they, was, that they brought it yeah. back from season one, and it was a clever way to de- to defeat the sisters, at least for mm-hmm. now. And Nina remembering that first time and knowing to go yeah. there and even having that moment. where She's like, I'm not falling for that again. You know, <laughs> yeah, I
2: love that because that mirror, I also just dig the concept of a version of you looking kind of sinister and beckoning you. It's so creepy. And for her to just be like, no, 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 <laughs> that was yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I did pick up on the whole, you know, you can't use the music box key because you don't know our names. And then when they get trapped in the mirror dimension in Kinsey and Nina are standing right there before locking them in for good, And you hear them yelling their names back and forth to each other. So
4: now oh, they do know. Oh, so now they know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
4: So maybe that will come back.
2: Have we ever seen it being used on a demon? I don't know.
1: I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't know. Maybe. It was used on Eden, but that was before was it be- she was possessed. Yeah. So as far as I know, I don't think we have. So I'm not sure. But I Mm -hmm. guess I assume it does work or they wouldn't have mentioned it themselves.
3: Oh, yeah, that's That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So really, the only other thing I would talk about her is just her love life. Uh, It's just a quick little thing. Uh, You know, Kenzie is mentioning to her that she should invite Josh as her plus one to the wedding. And she's like, you know, kind of talking about that she doesn't think she's ready. But I think her daughter suggesting it to her definitely is helping.
2: Mm-hmm. And because Kinsey before wasn't approving of it because yeah. she wasn't ready, but now things are back to normal-ish, and Ish. it's nice. <laughs> They're more friendly to each other, and
1: yeah. I liked it. So, so having her call him there at the end and invite him was was pretty sweet. I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. I, I I like the character of him, even though he was definitely a demon last season. We were all convinced, right? He was <laughs> the new character that we did, but but I, I like him and and them together. And of course that line on the phone where he says if there's an empty seat next to you then I'm in and I was like oh that's the mushiest thing I've ever heard and I love it.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they're like they, this moment of the episode cuz I was sort of feeling like I don't know if I'm really feeling into it as much as I used to but um there was a scene last season where they were playing that one song that I love and I still listen to it Spirit and Decline I think it's called and they were just going to bed together basically yeah. and it was just such a beautiful sequence. It was and, a nice scene. Yeah. And, and here there's moody romantic music in the background and they're being all lovey, but kind of nervous cause they haven't seen each other in a while. And I'm a total sucker for these two. They're so, yeah. they have such great chemistry together. And, um, I don't know, it's probably all going to go to hell at some point, but, um, <laughs> I, 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 I fell for it big time.
3: Yep.
4: <clears throat> I mean, they've had a couple months, what to cool off. Cause she's like, ah, oh, just you know at the end of season two she's like i don't know you know some stuff's happened and yeah you know you were like trying to get your
2: dead wife out of the demon dimension and that was the most important (laughs) thing to you
3: so i'm not so sure gonna kind (laughs) of step
4: back and now they've had some time to kind of cool off And, and he said the most perfect thing too because you know it sounds like he's allowed her to have her space and he's still really into her and when she's like you know didn't know if you wanted to like come to the wedding with me and he's like if there's an empty seat with you next to it i'm in and i'm like dude kudos that was the perfect Great thing line. to it's say a, it's you don't the mushiest thing
1: i've heard
3: but i, I was gonna it. say
4: <laughs> i loved it i'm like you know it's not cool wondering if someone's um you know wants to be with you or into you and he just he immediately said the right thing mm-hmm. i'm like good for and you And she dude. was
2: like so happy she was about ready to cry that yeah he said
4: mm-hmm. that was sweet. sweet big old smile on mm-hmm. her face she mm-hmm. was excited so yeah <laughs> it's good yeah.
0: These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more
1: protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. So, I, the, yeah, so the two things I liked with Nina this episode that I hope to to see progress is her relationship with Josh. Just, I'm not a big shipper. You know that about me, ship names.
3: Okay, so <laughs> yep. Out.
1: You always say that right before you ship. I know, ahead. right? Nosh, Nosh and Gina or whatever. I'm going to throw you out a window. But, um,. <laughs> But no but but it, I this is like but I do enjoy seeing relationships on screen, you know. It's where if it's something that feels right and feels mm-hmm. good, i I'm like, yeah, I enjoy seeing that. It's 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 nice. So I I, I want to see that built. But then also with her excitement and, and being in on all of the magic and keys, I just hope that she learns a little self-control and to take things a little more serious. You know, the kids were the same way in season 1 where they were doing some real dumb stuff even in season two uh with these keys and so i think that's just kind of part of it is when you start using them you it's you know learning as you go so trial and error it would be tempting i mean i'd want to be a
2: bird and cat chasing each other around that'd be super fun (laughs) (laughs) or a sloth and a tiger or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and a koala
4: okay but yeah good, good point. Uh, Well, as much as what I, you know, I did enjoy this episode. It was good to have the show back there. There were a couple of issues that I had with it and I can't help but not call it out just a little little bit. I just kind of saved it for, for last. So um, it did kind of bother me that they didn't go ahead and go talk to Chamberlain first about uh, the keys and what they do um especially like that snow globe key um, I just keep asking why do they keep taking these kinds of risks, like all of the things that they've been through, uh all of the deepened attacks, and you know everyone everyone's lives have been jeopardy one way or another, and you know that they're finding new keys and why do you keep taking these risks? Let's learn a little bit about what they do and try to be as informed as possible. I mean, I get that it's exciting and stuff. Like Nina was really excited. You know, it's new to her and she, but it's like, man, I don't know. Can we learn a lesson a little bit? I don't know. And then one other thing that bothered me was, why would they give Nina the big bag full of keys, knowing that she's not a lock by birth and they can just be
1: taken from her?
4: That didn't... I'm like, why would you give them to her?
1: Um, that doesn't... Which I've never really thought of that, necessarily, about it having to be blood. but It makes sense. But yeah. I don't believe really, mm-hmm. really even question that too much. Uh, but it does make sense. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Makes sense. So, you know, I'm just like, why would you give them to her? Uh, she, they can easily be snagged from her I mean they made a big point which might come up again later I don't know if they were trying to drive that point home oh she's not a lock by birth we can just take it from her we're not going to burn um, otherwise so I, I don't know if that's going to come back later and mean anything or not but I'm like why would you give Nina that she's new she's new to this whole running and hiding from demons thing I mean she, she did handle herself I would give her kudos for the whole throwing them into the mirror uh, dimension or whatever she did she did do well but I was like man I don't know I think I'd want them uh, handled by someone that they could just take them away from. And that just adds to, you know, also if they're going around constantly fighting demons, everything they've been through in season one and season two, why do they not have like a demon drill or something in place, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: uh, a plan in place? Like, okay, look, guys, remember all these things that we went through? Uh, Let's figure out how to like... You know, instead of having to come up with a plan in the moment, like, and they're just kind of running with it, and why don't they have a plan in place? You know, like, if if this happens, this is where we're going to go, or this is what we're going to do. You're going to go here. You're going to grab this. We'll have these, like, whatever weapons or whatever that they have on you, so we're going to have this on standby. Um, you know, I don't know. It's like, I just feel like if, if you're living in uh, near danger, in someone who's or someone or demons whomever and you don't know who to trust because uh they look human right eden and the rest of them they all look human you don't know who to trust um you know okay so if this happens this is what we're gonna this is what we're gonna do i don't know i, I feel like on a weekly basis we'd be practicing like a demon drill or something <laughs> let's make sure we got this down pat um in the case of something happening and it just seemed kind of chaotic You know, with with all of that happening, and especially someone new like Nina, who's new to the whole uh magic world, you know, it, it seems like it would be good to kind of you know have you know a good plan in place if something like that happens because they know well, they don't they don't know they assume, um, we know Eden is dead, but they don't know that they think Eden is still out there. So if you know that there's still a demon out there lurking about who means you you harm. Why wouldn't you be like, okay, if she shows up, this is, here's what we're going to do, or try to do, anyway. So, I don't know. It was just kind of, I don't know, it just bothered me a little bit that um, a couple of those, you know, things about the risks and um, how they're still kind of, I don't know, just doesn't make sense to me. Um but again, do again. You know the plan was to
2: try to throw them in the mirror, mirror well, dimension? I, I don't get the know strength that. key on and throw them in the mirror dimension. Oh, what what would be a good plan? I don't know.
4: I don't know. <laughs> I've never had to fight demons, so I'm not I'm not sure what a good plan yeah. would be. I just I, I just feel like um, okay, well, we'll take the keys and we'll put them here. Someone's going to grab them and they're going to do this, or you know, try to have a couple of plans in in place or something. I don't know. It Just seems like um, I don't know. You can't plan for everything, but I don't know. I just feel like I would try to be as prepared as possible.
1: Yeah, you no, know. because it does seem like they're not prepared or they're not really thinking about it. Because we even have Kinsey in this episode saying, "Dodge is gone. We haven't heard from Eden. Things are finally <laughs> kind of normal." And I was like, "There you go. You just jinxed it. Way to go." I was just
4: saying, uh- yeah, good, <laughs> good job, Kenzie, for jinxing the whole thing. Because now we know shit's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you say that, then something happens. That was the trigger right there. Yeah. So I don't know. Just a couple of little gripes, but you know, I, I. I I have to point them out, but I'm not going to hang on to it too hard or anything. So, um, well, that was all that I had. What about notes? You guys have anything else or have some notes to add? Any other points?
2: Yeah. I had another point. I just wanted to talk about their brilliant plan for handling the demons. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay.
4: Please do.
3: I'm happy to (laughs) prove (laughs) wrong.
2: I'm just kidding. Uh, I, Gideon, um, he's got a couple of things going on. He seems to be looking for a doorway to the demon world or trying to open it. Right. Cause he's like touching that rock and thinking back to when it was open and getting pissed. And uh, then it does open at the end. And I wasn't clear if that was because of something he was doing or if it just cracked open in front of him.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Cause it seemed he clenched, he was holding the echo key and the anywhere yeah. key. And he put them together and clenched them in his hand, and then it opened. And that and I was like, did it. Is that what caused it? And I was like, I don't. Uh, sure, I was like, I don't know how yeah. or why, but I know it's bad because the echo <laughs> key like
2: brings a person's spirit back yeah. or something, but then they're trapped in the well house. So, and the anywhere key lets you go. And, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, maybe yeah, it did seem like that's what did it. Um, and then uh, speaking to the echo key, well, maybe that's why he wanted the echo key because he wanted the echo key, and he can't go into the well house. For people who don't remember, because the echo key brings back the dead, basically, but you're stuck in the well house. And if you go through the doorway, you, you evaporate or something mm. either way, mm-hmm. going in or out. And so yeah. the only way to get out is to use the anywhere key. Yeah. The loophole is anywhere. He yeah. <laughs> could have used that, actually, yeah. to come to think of it. He could have gotten in there with the anywhere key. But anyway, he sent them in to get the echo key. And that's when they saw Eden and everything. Um, and then when they start telling him about the other keys, he's like, give me all the keys. So I guess it seems like he wants power, but, um, we don't really know what his ultimate purpose is. Uh, hopefully we find out soon. Because it seemed like it took too long last season for us to find out what Gabe was up to. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, I mean, I like Kevin Duran, but Gideon just scowls a lot and growls and he grabs the sparrow <laughs> mid flight, which is kind of cheesy. And it's like, let's make this guy as evil as possible. It feels like a kid's show almost. I, I'm not super into him as a villain yet, but hopefully he'll grow on me. Hopefully he'll get, get,
1: yeah. it it get some more juicy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see Kevin Durand in the, sure. the opening credits. I was like, oh, nice. I yeah, they <laughs>
4: upgraded him. That was cool. Yeah. I, I like him, too. I, I hope he gets something. I, I agree. I, I, want, I think he's a great character actor and a great addition to the show, but I definitely want him to have a little bit more than just the... Argh.
3: Her, you know, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> but I don't know. You you saying that just reminded me of um, Eden down in the well, and with the Echo Key and the Anywhere Key, like they can the Echo Key can bring someone back, but the Anywhere Key is the only way that they can get out. We know Eden is still down there. She looks pretty good for being dead for a couple months. <laughs> I wonder if that they'll somehow bring her back. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Maybe that. I be mean, I always thought at
2: some point they would use the Echo Key to bring Rendell back. Um mm-hmm. but now that the show's canceled I wouldn't be surprised if that never happens. Maybe we can use it to bring the show back.
3: Oh. Later.
4: Oh. <laughs> RIP. <laughs> yeah. Any other notes?
2: Uh, that was another point. I do oh, have okay, some notes. Let's. I mean, I, it's all semantics, but <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I, I I can't remember if I mentioned this if I'd already seen it when we were last podcasting about lock and key. But I finally saw the Amelia Jones movie Coda. Oh, and I love it so
1: it,
3: much.
2: It was good. It was really good, and she was great, and they were all great. And um, it then it won os- the Oscar for Best Picture. For the year. Mm-hmm. So that's good for her. Maybe she's like calling up Netflix. Can you cancel this show? I want to <laughs> do movies. I got
4: bigger things.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it won Best Supporting Actor for Troy Kotsur and Best Adapted Screenplay, too. And then it won some other awards and other um, ceremonies and stuff. But that was cool. Um the Savinis, we didn't talk about that much, but they, Mr. Shaw, whoever he is, hired them to do this tourism film to get people interested in Matheson again after all these murders. Uh, but they're using it as a way to also work on, I guess they're still working on the splattering?
4: Yeah. I thought it like, was done. It's, sequel. it's like a sequel. They're,
1: they're making okay. a sequel. Yeah, is that sequel. what it is? Okay, yeah. okay.
2: And that was interesting when the lobster guy comes up, and you know that Kinsey thinks about Gabe when she sees that. So. Yeah,
1: she seems to be okay with just moving on with this. Moved like it doesn't bother her that much <laughs> i mean
2: i was freaked out for her when that happened um and th- i also miss scott seeing all those guys made me miss scott but we saw him go off to yeah.
1: film school i had that
2: at the same
3: note where i was like
1: i like seeing the savini's but I was like oh i miss scott
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um what else uh i liked when nina says there's no snacks right now we're in the dinner zone I'm like, I got to try that line on my kids. <laughs> and I did the girl that was hitting on Tyler relentlessly and I didn't really care for. I liked when she was trying to get him to leave work and she goes, come on, it's yabba dabba do time. I like that because <laughs> <laughs> that's for the kids on the Flintstones. That's what he would say when the whistle blew at the end of the workday. <laughs> <Tweet>, do. <yabba-dabba-doo. laughs> plant stones
4: (laughs) eat the plant stones that's all I had good notes Peek
2: if they were not good would you say that those were
1: not very good this week (laughs) terrible notes
3: Jason (laughs) try try hard.
4: I would just not say anything and just move (laughs) on no
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All alright let's see what other notes that we've haven't talked about because i've thrown in a couple i just ran i was like matheson's flying the updated pride flag downtown so hell yeah can i move there please um (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just saw uh, that when i was in
2: amsterdam because it was there was a big pride parade and those flags were everywhere it was pretty freaking awesome
1: that's cool uh the hercules belt didn't do a whole lot i think until you pointed out while you were talking she did Probably wouldn't have had enough strength to carry one of the demons into the mirror without it. I didn't really think about yeah. that. Oh yeah. But at first she like put it on and then she's trying to fight him off. And I was like, you're still getting your ass beat. I mean, I think but,
2: the point was that she was able to match their strength because without yeah, it, yeah. she just would have been killed. You know,
1: that probably is true. Yeah. yeah. So, so I had that kind of note. But then after you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, actually, yeah, it probably would have <laughs> been even worse without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was Frederick Frederick Gideon, but I keep being compelled to say and write Gideon Graves in my notes because Scott Pilgrim is life. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if there's anything. Oh, yeah, just the animal key a little bit with Kinsey and Bodhi playing around as animals. Uh, Bodhi being a sparrow is taken directly from the comics. Mm -hmm. uh, And Uh I I do like, you know, there's a little nod again. I won't spoil comic stuff. But when he says, you know, she's like, "Well, I can get my my bird friends to poop on your car. She's like, "You don't have any bird friends," and she's like, "Not yet." And I like that because in the in the comics, he does actually make quite a very strong bond with the other sparrows uh, <laughs> at some point. So I was- <laughs> hope he does
2: in the show too. That
3: would be cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, we talked about Ellie and Rufus uh, and what's going on with them. You know, that resurrected non demon Lucas just kind of started fresh on his own somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, talking about you. You mentioned Rufus hanging the comic page that he drew of his mom, and when I saw that, it it hit me a little bit. I was like, I remember crying about that last season when that showed that he had done mm. like he had drawn that, and then she uh, came back, and I was like, oh, so just seeing it again, I was like, <laughs> like it was like it, it was like I remember crying about that. <laughs> it was just good to see that again. Uh, and let's see, I was i was just. Random was like, you know, Bodie, don't go out there and roll around in the snow in those clothes. You're gonna freeze your buns off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was just like, Why? I was like, what are you doing? Why are you rolling in it? The- you are not dressed for the snow. And I'm like, you can tell I work with kids.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> also, when she keeps
2: screaming Bodie, I've had to do that so much lately. It's so weird <laughs> to hear someone else screaming it because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a kid named Bodie. If, if you didn't know,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you don't just yell Bodie at every other no, kid I you don't just scream it out no. for no reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because yeah, lock the... and key, <laughs> <That's all> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> yeah, I think that is all the other random notes that I had that I hadn't already sprinkled in somewhere,
4: sprinkling of the notes, and that's how mine usually go. It's why usually by the end, I don't usually have too much because we're just kind of adding as we go uh what do i have i mean we've talked about eden i know that we we talked about her but it was interesting uh to okay so we got the confirmation she is really dead which was interesting because it's like i guess demons are as fragile as the bodies they inhabit i guess so if they're in like possessed a human that you know human bodies are fragile so i guess that means that the demon is just as fragile so i guess I yeah. that's new information that we have i don't know if i
2: no. i think that we knew that in season two Okay. Yeah, unless you're an echo. And unless then, you're an uh, echo. Unless you're yeah. an
4: echo. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, but then I thought it was interesting that they're like, and, and maybe that was another small thing that kind of bugged me because they're like, well, Eden is out there somewhere, but you know we haven't heard from her, so yeah, I guess things are okay. But <laughs> I mean, they, they knew, right, that Eden went to the caves with Josh, right? Uh, did they not? think about...
1: Bodhi knows. Bodhi was there.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah, because they nearly got crushed, right? So why didn't they go down there to kind of see what that was all about? Or I don't know. It's just like, well, I don't know. Did you investigate and go down there? And I don't know, because now this Gideon fella is out there running around. Um, And I thought I was trying to think of the keys that they have. I don't know that this is if I remember all of them or if this is an all-inclusive list, but we know that they have the Hercules key, the one that gives them the superhuman strength when they wear the, wear it with the belt. They've got the ghost key. They have the music box key. Now they've got the new snowflake or globe key. This, I don't know what it's called, but I guess this animal key that lets them turn into animals. I'm really bummed out that we didn't get to see this discovery. I mean, I guess we don't have to see that, but, um, you know, uh, I, I would have loved to have... seen seen that and how they learned to use that. Um, And I think it'll come into play later because I feel like they're not going to just show us that and it not come into play in a future episode. Uh, We know that they have the mirror key, the repair key, which is when they can put something in that cabinet and it repairs itself because they repaired that clock. So they still have that, that memory key, uh, which allows you to keep the memories of magic uh, past the age of 18. That Plant key. Don't know if that's again, I, I don't think I'm using the proper terms. Um, the head key. And they still have the fire key, right? And the identity key. I think. Do we know if they have that one?
1: I'm not sure. I don't know if there's any left that they didn't have access Yeah, didn't yeah. Have except for either. Pre-
2: the
4: anywhere key. key and the echo and key. the echo key. Are, right. I think
2: they have all the other ones, but I'm not positive. All right.
4: And then they've got the one that Kinsey that. Was one of my favorites. I mean, there's. I mean, definitely, I would always take the anywhere key. I mean, if you give me a choice, I'm probably definitely going to take that one. But I loved Mm -hmm. Kinsey's new key that she got last season, where she got the like the angel key and it gave her wings. Thought that was really super cool. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to kind of give a quick rundown of the ones that um, that we have. And it looks like Gideon has the anywhere key and the echo key. And I thought it was interesting um, because we didn't talk about it there at the end. This the ground cracks open and the blue light comes up. I don't know what that's from. He didn't use a key for anything. He's just kind of sitting there stewing over the two keys he has. And I don't know what, Yeah, what well, prompted. What we mentioned
1: it earlier was, I mean, it, he pressed the echo key and the anywhere key together, whether that's what caused that. I'm not sure, but it seems to, I mean, it just kind mm. of the way they kind of focused on him holding them tight together. Maybe. I don't know kind of how that's never been established that like one key plus another key equals a you right. know, new key combo, you know, like we've yeah. never Forge heard of that. Or seen that yeah. so.
4: That's true. I guess we'll find out more, uh, what that's all about. Cool. Cool. Okay. Anyone have anything else?
2: Nope. Nope. That's
3: it.
4: Cool. Well, I looked for some news, but I couldn't find a whole lot without getting into, whenever I started to kind of very gently look a little bit, it was all, so-and-so explains the finale of season three. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> <Nope. laughs>
3: That's not- so why I said earlier, you know? <laughs> I
4: was
1: like, no Googling, no Googling. <laughs> yeah.
4: I didn't, I didn't see any spoilers. I, I haven't been so lucky in, in past shows or even with Hot Key. sometimes, sometimes I get a little sprinkling or some s- slight information. Uh, and uh but that's all that kept coming up was like, you know, um, Connor Jessup talks about the finale or, you know, um. Uh, Carlton Cuse explains the finale, and I'm like, okay. Do we have any? <laughs> we have nothing apparently. So anyway, no news uh, for this week that I could that I could see without venturing into spoiler world, and I'd really rather not. Especially since this is the last season, I would really love yeah. to be surprised as much as possible. So I don't have anything this week. But if you guys ever come across something um, that's non spoilery and think it's interesting, I'm happy to um, to look at that. But I'm um, trying not to go too deep of a dive. Um, but we did get a little bit of feedback this week. So let's see what our listeners um, had to say, because uh, I'm interested in what everyone else thinks about this episode. Jason, you want to take the first one?
2: Sure. Lindsay Schlicht says, bit of a slow premiere for me with some things I'm not loving. One highlight for me is Nina finally being part of the action. It's fun to see her being excited, interested in the magic and not sad and left out of everything. I know. I agree with that. I also kind of enjoyed... The flip in roles where Nina makes the magical mistakes and Kinsey is able to be calm and in charge. Glad to have Ellie and Rufus back. I hope they're very involved in this season. Me too. Still really not loving this villain. Me neither. I know he's an actor you guys like, but I don't recognize him. So as of right now, I'm just annoyed to have this rando as our main villain. I think Eden as the final villain would have been so much more entertaining. I would have even preferred Dodge or Gabe over this doofus. Can we at least get him some new clothes? He looks ridiculous. Do you like him, though? I can't really tell. <laughs> Write in and let us know. <laughs> uh, she goes on. No, I agree with you completely, Lindsay. She goes on morning Tyler, uh, morning Tyler working construction in Montana with his cute love interest coworker, who would probably never really be in construction felt very 90s cw rom-com so i'm hoping that storyline ends quickly not my favorite premiere but i have faith it'll pick up i hope so
3: <laughs> all
1: right well, i guess if we're going the same order i'll take the next yep, one please. From maria lawson it says episode one here we go happy to see ellie and rufus back in town and that bodie and kinsey seem closer Another mom is not at fault for the snow globe debacle but from now on she needs to wait until kinsey is around before trying any new keys I'm also happy to see that they're reusing keys like the mirror maze and not just showing new ones. Hope Tyler changes his mind and uses the memory key because I really miss him being around. I'm going to try to watch along with you all this final season. Can't wait to hear what you all think.
4: Cool. I'm keeping my thoughts to myself. Um, We got an email this week and this is actually on stranger things feedback. Um, This is from our friend Damien and When we were getting ready to cover season four, he was like, I've never watched the show. And I was really shocked to hear that because I know he's an 80s child like myself. And he said he was going to go back and watch uh, for the first time. So he left us some feedback about Stranger Things. So we're taking a little bit of a turn here uh, from Lock and Key. But I always say if you write in um, and, and give us feedback, we'll definitely have it out there. So. We'll read what Damien has to say. So he says, Hi, I just started Stranger Things for the first time a little over a week ago, and I thought I would write in and share my thoughts. I have many friends who have been watching since the beginning, so I've known for a while how good the show is, but never took the time to check it out myself. So I finally decided to dive in and start binging, and can easily say I was sucked in from the start. As a child of the 80s, the show brings back all that 80s nostalgia. I was a few years younger than Mike Wheeler, and I... Uh, company when the show took place but they remind me of my friends when I did um, at that age even down to hanging out in one of my friends basements and playing Dungeons and Dragons we were a little awkward like the boys in the show and that seems to be what kept us together season one was filled with intrigue and mystery jump scares and intense moments that made me want to turn the lights back on the casting is absolutely amazing David Harbour blows me away as Hopper and is by far my favorite character love all the young actors too After listening to your podcast, it makes sense how they seem like real best friends from the start, from all the pre-filming bonding time that they had together. Speaking of your podcast, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to your coverage of the episodes. After every show episode, I would have questions, and then I would listen, and you guys would have the same questions. (laughs) I love the chemistry (laughs) between Dreamy and Sean from the start. I know he leaves the podcast at some point, so I'll miss his thoughts, but I know the next co-host will have excellent takes, too. (laughs) Maybe. His were okay. Spoiler alert, he does, and did. Um, He goes on. I wish I started Stranger Things, and Strange Indeed from the beginning, because I would probably send feedback every week. Can't change the past, so I'll have to send in brief thoughts on the seasons as a whole. Thanks, Damien. P.S. Curious if Rima ever got to try Dungeons & Dragons, or at least sit in on a campaign. Not yet. It is a goal. I'm working on making that happen. So... But that was great, Damien. Thanks so much. It's I'm done. so happy that you started, because um, it's such a great show.
2: I mean, for Damien, too, who does the Watched It in the 80s podcast.
4: Exactly. <laughs> that's why I was like, dude, you have to watch Stranger yeah. Things, because that's mm-hmm. totally right up your alley. So right. so absolutely. So we got a voice message kind of a, a late in the day there. I'm glad I caught it just in time. Um, so looks like we have now she warns us this um, voicemail is from Jade and she says it is a long voice message. I don't know how long it is. I haven't listened to it yet, but she gives us a little warning here. But um, let's see what she has to 30 say. minutes. <laughs> well,
1: goodness and a full dissertation for us. Yeah, well, we'll see.
4: So here we go.
5: Aloha, Jason, Rima, and Paik. I'm so happy to be here. I'm late to the game on lock and key, but I just binged all of season one and two, and it took me a while because I was listening along with your podcast the whole time, and I'm really excited to be here, caught up with you for season three. So disclaimer, this is going to be an extremely long message, and then in the future, if I have messages for you guys, I'll definitely keep them much shorter, but I couldn't help myself on this one because it's a big episode coming off the first two seasons, and there was especially a lot of new things to unpack and discuss, here, but I thought it was a really strong first episode and it gave me so much to think about. So let me dive in. Oh my gosh, Dorothy and Ada. Okay, we know they're demons, but how did they get trapped in that freaking snow globe? They seem to know all about magic and the keys. So what's their deal? It seems like they were trying to knock the snow globe off the shelf in order for it to be seen by someone. And they were at this for a very long time. And my guess is that once a magical object gets like noticed, then the key that goes with it is able to whisper. I think that every other in every other instance there has been a key that goes with an object. It's always the object that gets found first, and then the key wakes up and like whispers and gets mm. found. It's like the harness that Kinsey found in the chimney and the crown of shadows that Ellie first took out of the ceiling. And I can even remember Bodhi saying that he saw the music box when they were moving. So I assume that he touched it. So it does seem odd though, that those sisters have been trapped in there for like hundreds of years. And in all that time, they've never managed to tip the snow globe off the shelf. Maybe time works differently in this side the snow globe, I don't know. Also, clearly the snow globe works differently than the dollhouse because the dollhouse only shows you like big people standing outside of it when the key is in and turned. But the snow globe, the the girls could see Nina like standing there as soon as she picked it up and there was no key in there. I love this new animal key, it's so cool. I guess you don't get to choose your animal. I think it like turns you into your spirit animal, which is so cool. And it reminds me, I don't know, it feels like something out of Harry Potter. I would love to try that key and the angel key most out of all the keys. Um, Yeah, if I could use that key, I think I would also become a cat like Kinsey because cats are my spirit animal. And I saw that that key goes to some kind of like little door niche in the wall, like the ghost key. So I can't wait to learn more about that key and how they discovered that one because it's so cool. Nina, oh my god, hallelujah! After two full seasons of miserable, lonely, tortured, sad, confused, Nina, I am so happy to see her so changed. She is brighter, she has this childlike enthusiasm, and I'm sure Darby Stanchfield is loving being able to play her character in such a more freeing, way, it took way too long last season for them to get to use that damn memory key on her. I was getting real anxious about that. I was like, just give her the memories already. So it's very relieving now to see her like in the magic loop, if you will. Um, Also, I really hope that she does get back together with Josh this season even though their relationship is kind of Hallmark movie-ish and cheesy. I just want (laughs) them both to be happy already. They've suffered enough. And I hope he uses the memory key and gets like part of the Demon Busters team because (laughs) he could really be useful since this season's bad guys are like from the 18th century and that's his area of expertise also i'm i'm kind of bummed i just gotta say that the kids are like ragging on their mom still like so bad you know when she thought the snow globe was magical they were just like yeah mm -hmm, yeah probably not mom Mm a little crazy (laughs) like they seriously need to be nicer to their mom already okay (laughs) hashtag respect for nina so when we first see General Gideon in this episode, it looks like he's searching for the the black door in the sea caves, but we know it's been two months since the last episode of season two, so I wonder how in two months Gideon hasn't yet attempted to find the door until now. It definitely looked like he had just realized that he could no longer get into the cave, and he was super pissed about that. Um, by the way, oh, I just gotta say, at the end of last season, when all of the rocks fell down in the sea cave. I was totally with you, Paik, on that one. I really hated that. Like probably the lowest point of the show, in my opinion. So I hope that we're done with that Black Door storyline because as Guffin last season, it was kind of beat to death. Yeah, as soon as they decided to go ahead and use that snow globe key, I was like, oh shit, somebody is gonna get trapped in that freaking snow globe. And then when he did, I felt like I was watching Stranger Things for a second because we had a serious mm. Will Byers in the upside down situation <laughs> that was not helped at all by the white snow pieces floating in the air. I was like, this is mm, nah, not, not good. I guess there was no safe way of testing that key because the entire house and the surrounding grounds also get, you know, like transformed into the snow globe. So I was wondering how far away you'd have to walk from the house to be like out of snow globe territory. We see that Bodhi is like banging on the glass when he's in there. And he's next to that tree that has the hanging log that kind of like that's the perimeter. And the house looked pretty far behind him. So you'd have to walk pretty far. Okay, my favorite scene. I loved, loved, loved the ass-kicking mother-daughter duo moment with Kinsey and Nina. Oh, it was so good. They both have gotten so much braver and so much better at, like, fighting. It was clear that Kinsey had, like, taken some kung fu classes or, like, karate or something, which is definitely what I would have done if I had access to that Hercules belt. I would be like, I'm going to get to be a good-ass fighter. And it was just so gratifying after watching them, like, flail around last season and make so many stupid mistakes when they were fighting off demons and just being clumsy as hell that, oh, my God, when they trapped those sisters in the mirror, y'all, I stood up and I was applauding and jumping for joy <laughs> because I was so annoyed the last two seasons that nobody tried the mirror thing with Dodge, especially when they had the music box key. Oh, my God, it would have been so easy to get them to just, like, step into the freaking mirror. The only thing that bothered me, okay, I have to say, was that it doesn't make sense how that Hercules belt was strong enough to hold the sisters down and let Nina, like, get the key out of her pocket and then throw them both in the mirror when last season, if y'all remember, Kinsey put on that Hercules belt and she could not even push Gabe into the wellhouse doorway. Remember when the episode where um, Eden was trapped in the glass and they were, like, you know, trying to... They had the plan to get um, Gabe in the wellhouse. I don't know if you remember, they tried to push Gabe into the doorway. They were all trying and they were all not strong enough so i know that demons have superhuman strength but kinsey wearing the hercules belt plus two other people pushing him they really should have been strong enough to get him through that that door i know that they couldn't because that wasn't the story we needed the drama but it also wasn't even enough for kinsey to beat up eden when they were like fighting in that episode and they were like rolling down the stairs and kinsey was still wearing that hercules belt And then, you know, remember Eden got up and ran away after she cut Scott with some glass. So, you know, I don't understand the strength of this Hercules belt. Sometimes it's enough to be stronger than a demon. Sometimes it's not whatever the writers need it to be. So also, once the sisters got into the mirror, they were touching the mirror walls and they were like leaning up against them. And I thought that as soon as you touched the mirror, they all shattered. That's what happened in episode one and two, I think, last season. But anyway, no, I'm just happy that we finally got a good ass-kicking scene from our heroes and that mirror key was finally used again. Oh my god, it only took 20 episodes, but they did it. Thank you. Oh, the mirror key. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to say about the mirror key. Um, It was, I think, the only key that's never been in the demon's possession. I think that that's, if my calculations are correct, that's always been... um. Uh, in the lock's possession. I'm surprised the sisters didn't try to take more keys from Nina, especially after finding out that she's not a lock and they can just take keys from her. But, you know, it was more dramatic for them to go away and find the master and come back and try to bargain. Uh, I'm so intrigued by General Gideon and why he is so freaking powerful. Like, why do the sisters call him master. It seems like demons can recognize each other even through the human host form. This like, and the sisters say they can feel his presence nearby. So these demons have like an extra sense about each other. I can't wait to find out more about him and why he's so special. It seems like he's special in the same way that the locks are only like in an evil way so I wonder I also wonder if the demons can select the human that they possess because this demon seems to be like the head honcho of the demon world based on what Eden said when she resurrected him last season and it makes sense why the master of all demons would choose to possess Gideon because even before he got hit by the demon bullet he was the one to like open the portal so there's something very unique and magical about him just like their you know the locks are unique and magical in their bloodline so I'm very intrigued by that last scene when he grabs both Bul- the omega and the anywhere key and just like splits what looks like a black door portal like right there in the ground i was like what does this mean and if he can create portals just anywhere he wants this will not be good for the locks it kind of reminds me of stranger things again and like the openings to the upside down a little bit like splitting the town i don't know did you guys get that sense I know you guys were a bit dubious about uh, Gideon, but I'm happy that we have a new bad guy this season because Dodge eh, was kind of a wimpy villain in my opinion by the end of last season, you know, and when Dodge died, it was very anticlimactic to me. So I hope that this villain proves to be a bit more threatening and I just hope the writers raise the stakes with him. You know, I feel like they're setting it up to be pretty high stakes because this guy seems to be the most demon-y of all the demons. So we shall see. I'm glad Lucas isn't in this season because Ellie's relationship with him and the whole plot line where she used the echo key to bring him back was a real low point for me and I never felt it was believable and it made Ellie look really sad and pathetic. But what we see of Ellie in this episode is really depressing and she seems super sad and in a really dark place and I don't like this one little bit. I really hope this season shit turns around for her and she gets on the badass demon busters team and her and Nina become besties. I really wanted more out of that scene where Nina asks her about her time in the demon world behind the black door. I was really disappointed by her generalized answer. And I get this feeling that the writers just don't know what to do with her character. Like with Aaron's whole arc last season, it was just, oh, really upsetting. I really hope they don't keep underutilizing her and... Uh, i just can't take another erin situation because the writers did erin so dirty when they killed her off it just it makes me mad that whole erin thing makes me mad i can't go there so i just hope the writers give ellie better storylines and don't continue to waste her character but i you know i don't like the way they brought her back last season it felt too easy and it didn't make a whole lot of sense but if they're gonna do something like that they really need to bring it and make it pay off with ellie so fingers crossed on that one I already really hate that Tyler can't remember magic, and I just wanted to scream at him, you are safer if you are aware of magic. Knowledge is power, dude. I would always choose knowledge over ignorance. That's just me. And Jackie basically died because she chose to forget and couldn't properly defend herself against the demons. So you know even if he's doing it out of solidarity to solidarity to jackie it seems like a stupid decision when you consider it because always the theme is to know what you're up against you know tyler should know by now kinsey is safer when she keeps her fear and tyler would be safer if he kept his knowledge of magic but whatever there always has to be one person who's out of the loop like nina and uh uncle duncan were last season so this this season it's tyler i guess and i'm not happy about it I have a couple of predictions. Um, I haven't read any of the comics or looked on any spoiler websites. This is just my intuition slash educated guess, but after Bodie gets rescued in this episode, there's a scene where he and Kinsey are talking about Gideon's tent in the woods, how how they saw that tent. And they're cleaning up the living room and Kinsey puts a broken clock in the mending cabinet. And that got me thinking that I predict there will be a key that lets them time travel coming up this season. And even if there's not, we can still get a lot of time travel scenes through like flashbacks of the 18th century or new 18th century characters maybe being like brought into the show through, the well house echo key, I don't know. Um, I really hope that they show us some of how these like keys got made, especially the mirror key. I really wanna know what kind of sick twisted person would invent something like that um, and what the circumstances were that led them to do that. So I wanna know about these keys. And this is less of a prediction and more of just a hope (laughs) and a wish and a prayer that Tyler will eventually decide to use the memory key on himself because I, I cannot stand that he is not on the team anymore. I just, I hate it. Lastly, okay, wrapping it up. I have questions about the Echoes. I really hope that the echo stuff gets a little bit more clear this season because from what I can tell, they can't die or age, I don't think. And they're just exactly the way they were when you when when they died you bring them back and then they stay that way but how physical are echoes because i i know i'm probably thinking too hard about this and it's just one of those things that you know lock and key does there yada yada in the writers room but i thought about this and it really just it it stuck in my craw last season when dodge as lucas used his bare hands <laughs> to put a plastic bag over a guy's head and suffocate him but left no fingerprints and they mentioned these fingerprints It bothered me. I really hope the writers don't keep digging plot holes like that this season. I can forgive a lot, but just that one really, really got me. And it it was, you know, kind of like a situation where the black door randomly opened when the cave was crumbling. But anyway, I digress. So I need more clarity on these echoes and like what their physicality is and can they age? And, you know, what's that whole deal about? Because clearly they have physicality. Gabe was 100% passing as a teenage human. So, you know, and he was just an Echo in disguise as Gabe. That's all he ever was. He was just an Echo, guys. Like, we all forget because Gabe seemed so human, but I don't know. Gotta, gotta know these things. So that's all I have to say. I know this was really long, but I hope that you guys were able to use this. And I'll be back with you next episode. I'm so excited. Let's keep this thing going, baby. All right. Bye, guys.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious.
4: That was a really great, enthusiastic email
1: yeah i, voice I message. it's the sorry. first time we've heard from you yeah for sure and i love the enthusiasm love the yeah excitement it's great she
2: should be podcasting I'd say really I, be podcasting. Yeah.
1: I
4: feel like yes that's jade great. you need a podcast and she has a fantastic voice
2: <laughs> yeah I don't, great voice well-spoken full of opinions i mostly agree with but that's that doesn't matter i think that i think
3: i
4: think she should just take my place how about that um I, I Take all she gets places. she gets my vote.
1: Jade, <laughs> it's just just her I hosting it from now on. We're all taking a break Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know
4: what you do, Jade, but you have a fantastic voice, and I hope that um, you use that in whatever profession uh, that that you're in because it's great voice, and you can have my spot. Um, thanks, guys, everyone, for your feedback. Um, really excited to have everyone back for this uh, last season that we have here of Lock and Key. So thank you. Hope to hear uh, more from you. Um so yeah, I'm
2: glad we got some feedback on this. I hope hope it keeps coming in. I love it.
4: Yeah. I always love listening. Get so much more insight too. Makes me think um things I hadn't thought about before. So, I know we sometimes um sometimes try to sprinkle in a little bit of comic talk and Paik, I know we kind of lean on you for that because I know I admitted that I was behind and I know, Jason, it's been a little while for you since you um, had had read them. I don't know if you and, – and just if we do have any, just be warned, y'all, if you want to skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to know. But Paik, is there – do you um, have anything this week for Comic Talk, anything to reference um, from this episode that was from the comics or something a little different?
1: Yeah, I didn't have anything set aside specifically for it. I think I've already mentioned pretty much anything I had because I didn't want to give anything away right. as far as – you know, the, with the, the animal key and, and Bodhi turning into a sparrow. And I mentioned that, you know, I like that line about him saying, you know, my, my sparrow friends, my bird friends. And it's like, you don't have, you haven't made friends with them
3: yet.
1: <laughs> and then he, did in the comics, yeah, he, he definitely is a sparrow. And he makes a very strong bond with the other sparrows to where they end up uh, helping him in, in a, a dire time. So it is pretty cool. And I, I would like to see that. And I could see, I mean, you know, you said with the animal key and, you know, was it you or somebody who called in? I don't remember now. There's been so many voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, wondering if the animal key was going to come back into play. Mm-hmm. And I, I did mention without giving anything away, you know, there's still something that sticks with me from the comics that was pretty major that hasn't happened. And it has to do with, with the animal key. And even though Dodge isn't here, maybe Gideon has something to do with it. Uh Maybe he finds a way to use the animal key and, then we might still get that scene. I don't wanna go into too much detail in case we get it. Okay. But 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 so, you know, if they pull some of that stuff from the comics and show some adaptation of it, I could see the fact that they showed Gideon killing a sparrow being some foreshadowing of some things coming with the sparrow right. war. Right. And so yeah, it could be cool. Let's hope
4: not. That wasn't that wasn't fun <laughs> watching him squish that poor little bird. I don't like animal deaths on shows. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Awesome. Thanks for that. I look forward to um, if we do get some more stuff, especially since this is the last season. You know, hopefully we'll get some more of that comic stuff um, yeah. since they kind of mix some things up a little bit from the first two and the different volumes um, that are out there. So,
1: yeah, there's th- still one major plot line and storyline from the comics that they haven't gone with. And again, I mentioned it last season. I kind of made that little prediction thing. Yep. Where. It's probably one of the darkest things they could ever do, and I don't know if they'll actually go that way out route, and I'm not going to say anything else more about it other than if it happens, then I'll talk about it. But okay. <laughs> well,
4: be on the edge of our seat until then. <sighs> Thank you. Maybe it's the
1: last season. If they're going to do it, this is now. I, we got to do it. Yeah.
4: Now or never. <laughs> now or never. Awesome. Thank you.
2: All right, next week we're going to be covering Season 3, Episode 2 of Lock and Key, Wedding Crashers. So we get Duncan's Wedding, I, I assume.
1: I assume. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Special cameo from Vince Vaughn. That-
4: <laughs> <laughs> Owen oh, <and> Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, it's a funny movie. Well, we are excited for you to follow us into Key House. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at StrangeTCast.
2: You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stranger T cast.
1: You can email us at stranger at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV time app.
2: And you can find strange indeed and a bunch of other great podcasts, which now I feel like there are a ton now. So mm-hmm. I, I can say oh, that with conviction at <laughs> podcastica.com. Go out and leave a review for strange indeed on Apple podcasts.
4: Well, that's really great and leads me into what I'd love to hear. Would you love to tell our listeners uh, what's next for Podcastica? You've got quite a busy month, right, coming up?
2: I mean, yeah, one of the things that we've been doing already that I've been totally digging is covering the end of Better Call Saul here. There's one more episode in the series. Me and Rima and David have been covering that. If you didn't know... You can get more Rima by going and listening <laughs> to that podcast if you're a Better Call Saul fan. Uh, we've, it's such a great show, and so that's what makes it a pleasure to cover because it's just so good. It's next level. So that's level. been really fun. Yeah, it's
1: just yeah. a next
4: level show. It really is top tier.
1: That's, that's been like appointment. Viewing and listening, where I'm like the second I can watch it, I have to watch it, and then the second you oh, guys drop cool. your episode, I have to listen. Oh, that's,
3: nice. that's nice. Yeah, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I didn't know you cared.
3: Um, <laughs>
2: uh, and then uh, uh, Alex and Lizzie finished covering the series from from Epics with um, Michael f- from Lost.
1: Harold Perrineau. Harold Thank you. That's a
2: crazy series. Dark and weird and very yeah. Twilight zone And now they're going to be interviewing the woman who plays Donna. And they just had this contest for people to um, color, send in like color crayon drawings of different scenes. So they're really having a lot of fun with that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you liked Lost, I recommend checking out that show and listening to them. Um, we, ju- we have like more people coming into the podcast to go full. That's Alex and Lizzie. They're new to podcastica and then um Jamie and Mark are starting to cover Sandman another Netflix show and that's its own separate podcast so if you go to podcastica.com you can see Sandman uh cast and so that's going on that's all going on and then next week She-Hulk comes out and uh Penny and Greg are going to be covering that She-Hulk attorney at law which I'm excited to hear because Penny was a lawyer <laughs> until just recently and oh, She-Hulk's yeah. a lawyer And then um, right after that is House of the Dragon with with uh, Rima and Kristen. Kristen's back after having done a full rewatch of Game of Thrones. So really excited to have Kristen back with Podcastica. Some of you listening to me might remember her coverage, her amazing coverage of Game of Thrones. So she and Rima are going to be rocking that one. And then uh, soon after that is Lord of the Rings, which uh, Anwen from New Zealand and I think Penny are going to be co hosting with some guests and stuff. So, yeah, there's a ton of stuff coming up. Oh, yeah, also Tales of the Walking Dead that starts this weekend. So, tons of stuff.
4: <laughs> there's no shortage of content at Podcastica. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Big month. Everything's uh, just dropping at one time.
2: Yeah. If you haven't, if you've only listened to Strange Indeed, and you're at all curious, just go to podcastica.com and you can pick and choose what you you might want to dip your toes in with other podcasts.
1: So much great shows and so many great podcasters in the network.
4: Yeah, well, and speaking of great podcasts and podcasters, uh, Paik, would you like to give us a little tease of what you and Daphne have at your podcast run for your lives?
1: Yeah, the uh, latest episode that is up now is Jurassic World Dominion we finally jumped into that one nice with we talked about him a little bit earlier watched it in the 80s podcast host Damien joined us for that one cool cool. and that was a lot of fun we had a lot of fun kind of just nerding out about dinosaurs and (laughs) nostalgia Uh, that's great so that was that was a lot of fun and then I would plug like next week, but I was like, oh, "We're recording another episode pretty quickly. That'll be up, even before that one is up, so I'll plug what's upcoming when we record our next episode so, uh, on the episode too. Just look forward Ooh, to it.
4: See piece. now, now everyone <laughs> has to come back so they can they can hear all about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you.
2: All right, that's it. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody.
4: Until next time, I'm Rima. I'm Jason.